Oh, welcome in live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. Tonight we are so excited to be talking cheerleading in our second half hour with Madeline and Ethan and softball in our first half hour with Isabella and Madeline. Spring at Campbell. That means first place in trophies, and it is truly the most wonderful time of the year. Baseball in first place. We are still beaming about former Camel Zach Neto being called up to the majors over the weekend. Women's lacrosse, they are undefeated in conference and in first place. Our men's tennis team, they've already brought home a trophy. They tied for the regular season conference title and will play for a tournament title this week. And our women's golf team, how about this? Our women's golf team won their seventh straight Big South tournament title over the weekend. They will head to their 11th consecutive NCAA tournament title. A little later in the show, our cheerleaders are here, and they will tell you about how they finished in the top 10 in their national competition on Easter weekend. And joining me now, speaking of first place, the back-to-back defending tournament and regular season champs, they are our first place softball team. They are two of the best in redshirt sophomore pitcher Isabella Smith and freshman Madeline Gillespie. Now, this weekend, Isabella picked up her 20th win of the season while Madeline had four hits, including the walk-off game winner as they took the series yesterday. Now, on Wednesday, Campbell will be at North Carolina at 7 o'clock. That's going to be on national TV the ACC Network, the place to find them, and then they will be back home opening up a seven-game homestand with their final conference series of the season this Saturday and Sunday versus Radford. Wow, what a year so far. This team 30-12 and 12 overall with wins over a couple of Power 5 teams. And first of all, next to you guys, what is, we'll start with you first, Bella, what is this team's secret to success? Why have you been so successful this year? Um, we are a family, and we're a family that has the fight in us to do whatever it takes um, to get the three-peat. And I think the closeness that we share, um, we all have the same goal, is to three-peat and to win, and we know that we're going to do whatever it takes to bring that trophy home. How hard is that? You guys not only have a huge target on your shoulder, back-to-back champs. This is your last year in the Big South. I'm sure the teams, they may be a little bit happy that they won't have to play you, but again, you know, they want to they send you off uh, with a loss. Do you notice kind of the added umph you get from other teams this year, especially in conference? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, teams come to our home turf, and they're, they're ready to take games from us. And um, I think that just puts more fight in us, honestly, because we see that they're ready to compete, and we're like, this is our home turf, and we're going to defend that. And it just puts a fight in us that is, I mean, it's unstoppable. All right. Now, you are only a freshman, so you have had a lot of success right off the bat. I guess, first of all, tell me about coming into this team, this environment, this family. Coming in as a freshman, being six hours away from home, like, it was tough. Um, but I had great teammates, good roommates. Um, we're just all here for each other. Um, they were here for me when I got homesick, um, but we're all just here. Like Isabella said, we're sharing a common goal. We're trying to make it uh, finish the season on a high note, winning the Big South and making it to regionals. Um, your coaching staff is here tonight, of course. Uh, you came in under, under Coach Show. 
Um, and now when a new coaching staff has come in, I'm sure, you know, a little bit of, uh, it, it's different from you in that. W what did you like about this coaching staff and, and how did they right away gain your trust? Um, I think for me, just the open communication of what do you guys want to see from us? How can we best coach you? Um, the thing that spoke to me the most was they hired us Coach Joy, which is our player development coach. And um, I've never had a coaching staff do that. And so the way that they figured out how each person is coached best, how you can approach each person, because Maddie's coached way different than I'm coached. And for them to take that initiative and put emphasis into the mental side of the game and the mental health side of the game was huge for me. As we talk about all the time, it seems like a cliche, but they say so much of it at this level is, is, is mental, and, and you're saying that's exactly what. What, what kind of things do, do that side of, of softball, how are you helped, how are you coached with that? Um, from the beginning, we had to do a survey, which showed us our dots, um, and that shows how we are how we interpret different interactions with people. And um, the coaches sat down and they just, I mean, they studied them. And um, the way that I take an error or something like that, Coach Aravalo knows how to approach me about it because she's gonna approach me different the way that she's gonna approach other people. Um, and knowing that she's not just gonna approach everybody the same or even any of the coaches, it's just huge because um, I, yeah, it's just, it's, it's really important. It's really important. That is awesome. And, and obviously your success, you were, as we'll talk about a little later, you were great last year. You're even better this year. All right, Maddie, freshmen aren't supposed to come in and hit like this in <laughs> Division One softball. Did anyone ever tell you that? <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> How have you had so much success coming into what is such a huge leap as high school softball to college softball? I mean, our coaches, they're the best ever I've ever had. Um, they truly care about us, um, but they hold us accountable each and every day. Um, and we buy into what they're preaching to us. And I feel like that's just gone, done wonders. Um, but I work hard every day. And sometimes, well, I won't have the best days. I won't have the best games. Um, but that's just nature of softball. Um, it's all about how you control things. It's Coach Prater and Coach Hill and Coach Arval. They all say to us, control what you can control. And it's what has helped me the most is um, staying mentality, staying my mentality at a high level. Um, and just keeping that the main thing. And if you have a high mental uh, focus, you'll have more success that way. Because of the focus, everything you guys are doing physically and mentally, in Big South play only, the Fighting Camels, led by you, have four of the top five batting averages in the entire conference. Uh, just amazing what you have done. That was not the case last year. I know you were new to this program. What have you heard from, from your teammates that were here that has made such a big difference? I mean, the, this is the culture from last year. It's, yeah. I just heard it's so different from this year. Yeah. I mean, this year it's so fun and... It's so light. We're having fun just playing hard. We're working hard. And just hearing the things from last year, I just, I'm like, I can't believe that's true. Like, it's just a whole different playing field. That's awesome. And it has gone even to a very good pitching staff last year, yes. has gotten even, even better this year. I'm going to brag on you a little bit, Bella. <laughs> All right. You're 20 and 7 this year. You have a 1.69 ERA, three saves. You've only thrown 174 innings. <laughs> 
Now, that, if it sounds like a lot, folks, it is. That leads the entire nation in all of Division I softball. No one has thrown more innings than, than Bella Smith. She also is pretty successful when she throws. I told you about the 20 wins. She's eighth in the entire nation with 184 strikeouts. First in the Big South in wins, innings, appearances, starts. First in the Big South, only games in ERA, Ks. In the Big South, you are 8-0 with an ERA of 1. Congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far. That is, uh, I mean, those numbers are, are incredible. You were really good last year, as I, as, I, as I said and previewed a little bit earlier. You're even better this year. What have you done that has made you take a great game to the next level? I think focusing on my mental game was huge for me. Um, I was always told that I was a mentally tough pitcher going through travel ball and that that was gonna take me far through college. Um, I got hurt my freshman year and not playing for an entire year really, really um, took a toll on me. And so getting myself back in a mental place where I was confident in myself and confident in my ability was really huge for me. Um, last year, just getting innings and proving to myself that I could do what I've done my entire life, which is pitch a softball. Um, it was huge. And then working with Coach Arvalo this year, I mean, she has just been a game changer for me. Um, learning how I'm best coached, working with me on little nitpicks that can make my balls break even more. Um, and then with Coach Joy helping me with visualization, and I never realized how important that was with pitching. Wow. Um, but she had me do an exercise. I really struggled with the changeup in the fall. She had me do an exercise where before I went to sleep, I visualized me throwing 10 perfect change-ups every night. And now I'm throwing change-ups for strikes. Wow. Yeah. How about <laughs> that? Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, that's incredible. Um, you are from here in Raleigh, mm -hmm. which, is, uh, which is awesome. You went to St. David's. They didn't have a softball team. Mm -mm. You were an unbelievable swimmer in high school. Of course, <laughs> you played a ton of a ton of travel ball. But tell me about Bella Smith's swimming career. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see me as a swimmer, so it's <laughs> weird for me to think about. Um, I swam the 50 free, which is just down and back. Um, <laughs> and then I swam um, the 100 breaststroke, which... I dreaded every time my name was on the heat sheet because <laughs> it was so hard. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, it was something that I came to love. I didn't really, um, I couldn't play basketball, I couldn't play volleyball because I was scared of breaking my fingers, so I couldn't pitch. So I was like, what can I do that will still keep me in shape when I'm not, I'm very injury prone. So let's not put myself in a situation where I can get hurt. Um, and it was swimming and then I just stuck with it because I actually enjoyed it. Um, anything you can take from swimming that helps you in any way when you're in the circle? Um, I think for me, whenever I would look under the water, I could always see the finish line or I could see the light at the end of the tunnel. And so I'm realizing that softball, you, you can't really see the finish line because, I mean, your season could continue. And so I think focusing and tunneling down on um, just staying in my lane in the pool and staying in my lane on the mound um, and just being able to keep tunnel vision has really helped me a lot because I mean I can't I can only control what I can control yeah. and so staying laned in has been really important for me. That's awesome all right Maddie you're just a freshman now now is our time to brag on you a little bit again freshmen shouldn't be doing this so <laughs> you're hitting overall 370 with a 954 OPS 
You have struck out just seven times this season. Yeah. All right, you are first in the conference in on-base percentage. You're first in conference, in Big South Conference play. If you thought 370 was, uh, was impressive, you're hitting 459 in Big South Conference play. So, so freshmen aren't supposed to do that. Again, I will, uh, I will say, you know, what have you been able to pick up so fast, you know, just halfway through your freshman year now? I've just learned so much from Coach Hill. Um, I've just, with Coach Joy, too, um, it's, everything's a mental. Everything's mental. If you don't have the confidence in yourself, you can't do anything. And yeah. I've learned that if you have confidence in yourself, you can do anything. You literally can't. Nothing is impossible. So I just think for me, um, it's just staying at a high-level mentality. And that's just what's had me so much success my first year. And hard work works, too. Um, we didn't talk too much about your hometown, Raleigh, because we all, we all know a little bit about that. I don't know a whole lot about Bishop, Georgia. Uh, you already <laughs> said it's six uh, hours away. Tell me about Bishop, Georgia, where you're from. Well, it's a little town outside of Athens, Georgia, near uh, UGA, so go dogs. Yep. <laughs> softball, softball hotbed, right? Yes. You, you grew up watching some pretty good softball, I didn't did. you? I did. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a small town, but um, I played at Prince Avenue Christian School. Uh, we made it to, like, uh, the final four, two years out of my four. Um, I pitched in high school. Um, I played every position in high school, actually, um, and it was fun. You're, you're also a pretty good basketball player as well? You can say that. You can say that. <laughs> Anything from basketball that, that you can take with you on the diamond, or are they just completely different? Well, um, on the softball team at Prince, of course I played, um, but on the basketball team I wasn't a starter, so I was the bench player, and it kind of sh um, showed a new perspective of just not being able to play, but, you know, learning that, you know, working hard will get you opportunities, um, and just being a good teammate, being those, being there for the ones that are playing, like looking up to them and, such as that, and just accepting your role. That's what I learned. There are a lot of Division One softball teams that would have loved to have you between Bishop Georgia and Bowie's Creek, North Carolina. What made you land in Bowie's Creek, North Carolina? It just felt like home. I loved how the campus and like the family, they were all together. You know, the small town, I loved it. And um, plus, they're big style champs two years in a row. Why not go? <laughs> exactly. We like to hear that. All right. We'll be back after the break. We'll talk a whole lot more about, hey, what's coming up, including uh, the big one at North Carolina. This is Camel Call Live. We are talking softball. We'll be back with more after this. Welcome back to the county seat in downtown Lillington. We are talking softball. We will have some great conversations uh, with our head coach and a couple of our student athletes from cheerleading coming up in the uh, second half hour of the show. But remember, you can listen to every broadcast live on GoCamels.com and the Varsity Sports app. If you miss us live, you can catch us on the Camel Call Live podcast. It drops every Tuesday on YouTube, Apple iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and everywhere else you get your podcast. We are talking Campbell softball with Maddie Gillespie, Bella Smith as uh, the Campbell softball team, back where they've been for a while in first place. Now, 
they will open up a seven-game homestand, and this is going to be a little sad to hear, but it's the final seven games at home that they will have all year. It comes up this weekend. They'll take on Radford for a doubleheader on Saturday, senior day, and a single game on Sunday. Campbell 21-4 and four here at home. Um, Bella, what makes Amanda Littlejohn Stadium special, and how have you all had so much success there? Um, I think the fans that come out to the games, um, they are always loud and they're always cheering and they're always there to have our backs. Um, and I think it's huge because it shows that Bowie's Creek is such a close-knit family. Um, and it, um, we just have a lot of support, especially a lot of, a lot of support from um, our athletic directors and our other teams. Um, like I see this, the women's soccer coach out there all the time, Miss Wanda, she's always there, Miss Baysmore. Um, so having a close-knit family and knowing that they're always cheering us on is huge. Maddie, what has the uh, atmosphere been like for you coming from high school to, uh, to, to Campbell? I mean, I love it. I love our fans there. They're always rooting for us. They're rowdy. They're teasing the other team. Uh, I love it. Uh, we got to defend our turf. Uh, that's what Coach Prater says. No one's going to come in our house and beat us. So, <laughs> um, I know you guys uh, aren't going to be intimidated by any name on the front of the jersey. You guys will go to North Carolina this week, nationally televised game on the, on the ACC network. You've already dropped two Power 5 teams already this season in NC State out of the ACC and Purdue out of the Big Ten. What do you like about the challenge of, of playing a team like North Carolina? Um, I think it allows us to show the amount of grit that we have as a team. Um, we, Coach Prater always like, tells us, let's worry about ourselves. Let's not worry about the other team. Don't look at the jersey. Don't look at the name. Yeah, they have a big stadium, um, but control the controllables. Control yourself. Um, play the game that you know how to play, and that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, um, the coming up this weekend, it will be your last uh, your, your last home uh, conference series um, against Radford as they come in. When you have taken a look at the conference this year, since you've known the conference uh, for one year prior, what do you think about the conference this year? It, it seems like there's no easy outs this year, is there? No, um, there have been surprise wins everywhere popping up, and I think it just shows that everybody's getting better. So you can't get complacent. You have to continue to work hard. Um, and I mean, nothing is easily given to you. We have a huge target on our backs. So we have to continue to work hard and work hard for what we want, which is a three-peat. Yeah, Maddie, what have you seen from the, from the conference this year? I mean, as Coach Prater says, everyone's gonna think of us as Oklahoma. Uh, they're gonna wanna beat us. They're gonna wanna come and beat us on our home turf, but we just have to hold ourselves to a higher standard and um, you know, we can't play down to anyone's level. We have to come out and come out punching first, score early and often. Uh, when you think about this year, and, and Bella, you know what it takes to not only win a regular season title, but to win a, a tournament title. Remind us, what will it take over this next month to, to accomplish that, that three-peat? Grit, fire, purpose, passion. Um, it's it's going to take it all. I mean... Coach Hill says, everybody's tired. Everybody's tired in the country. We're all exhausted. But that doesn't mean we can stop. That doesn't mean that we get to lay down and be tired. I mean, we have to continue to work. Um, it's not given to you easy at all. So if you continue to work what you work for, I mean, um, it's just, it's gonna take a lot of grit. 
We talked about, um, you know, we have the best athletic training staff in the country. Your arm is the prime <laughs> example of that. We, t we won't talk about how tired your, your arm is right now. Um, here at Campbell, of course, you are unbelievable athletes. You're also unbelievable students. Tell me a little bit about, about what you're studying and how the heck when you play five, six, seven games a week, you guys are still, still keeping up with all that. Well, we have eight hours of study hall that we have to complete every week. <laughs> um, they take, we have, we hold ourselves at higher standards. So, of course, we're going to um, have a good GPA. Or we're going to stay on top of things academically. I mean, student athlete, students first. Yeah, yeah. What is your major? Uh, education, elementary oh, education. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. How about you, Bella? Um, bio, pre-dental. So, hopes to go Wait, to dental what? school. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, hopes Bye. to go to dental school after college, and then I want to specialize in orthodontistry. Wow. Where yeah. does that, uh, that, that come from? Where, where is that career path? Um, I, like, where did I get yeah. the drive? Yeah. yeah. Um, random, I was sitting in my consultation to get my braces, and I was talking to the orthodontist, and I was like, hmm, this seems like a cool job. So um, I shadowed him on Christmas break in, like, the eighth grade, and I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And I've stuck with it ever since. Wow, does bio pre-dental, is that as uh, heroin as a caseload as it, <laughs> as it sounds? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, how, how do you find time for it all? You got to make time for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, our schedules are loaded down. Um, you, you literally have to make time for it. There's no time in your day to just sit down and do hours of schoolwork. You have to figure it out. Wow. Um, there's a championship culture, obviously, with, with Campbell softball. I, I think what is really interesting, too, with the whole athletic department, um, the championship culture, but also, too, with all, the, uh, w with all the women's sports and how unbelievable that they, that, that they are. Do you guys, number one, notice that? And, and does that help kind of create this championship environment? I always want to know what you say. To, you know, the, the women's golf winning their seventh straight, just amazing. But then it goes on and on with all the women's sports doing so well. It's Champions Creek for a reason. Um, we're going to – we're Campbell. I mean, everyone knows us. We're making our name wide globally. Um, I just think uh, – I mean, we're just – We, um, I think it, it, it all starts from the top. Yeah. I mean, Miss Baysmore and Miss Wanda uh, Watkins, they're always there at our games cheering us on. They take care of us. Um, we also have, I mean, each team pours into every other team on campus. We all take care of each other. We're a huge family. So I think having that support from the top, especially from the top being women, um, it's, it's very important. And um, it, it puts a fire in the younger women that... Um, we can accomplish whatever we put our minds to. Man, well, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy, busy schedule and, um, and coming to visit with us. Uh, best of luck the rest of the season. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, your softball team, they've got a lot coming up. They will be at North Carolina. That's this Wednesday at 7 in Chapel Hill. That'll be on national TV, the ACC network, then coming up this weekend, doubleheader, against Radford on Saturday at 1 and 3, Sunday at 1. Next week, a doubleheader against the soon-to-be CAA rival UNC Wilmington Seahawks. That's at 4 and 6. And then their final home contest of the season, May 2nd, 
against Norfolk State, then at Longwood, then the Big South Conference Tournament that comes up on May 11th. Okay, stay tuned. Coming up after the break, we will give away some prizes, and we will talk Campbell cheerleading fresh off a top 10 nationally um, ranked performance down in Daytona. A lot to talk about when we come back after the break. This is Camel Call Live. Welcome back live to the county seat in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. We still got a lot of shows to go. We'll be here every Monday through May 22nd. We will talk to the baseball team that is as high now as 11th in the nation. We will talk to them next Monday at 630 to 730. Every time you come down to the uh, county seat, we always have some great prizes for you, and we will give away a prize pack that uh, right now that is over uh, on the table. All right, this is for 626087626087626087. We have a winner in the back. We will give away uh, at the beginning of our next segment four Tickets to an upcoming Campbell baseball game. But we are talking Campbell cheerleading, our cheerleading team. They went down to Daytona Beach Easter weekend and finished in the top ten in the nation. Another outstanding performance from a great team that just keeps building and building. They are coached and built by a Harnett Central High School and ECU grad. She is Stephanie Fox, and she has rebuilt this team literally from the ground up taking over in 2017 and coach I guess we will we will first talk about the Daytona competition it is if you have seen the Netflix documentary cheer you know that it's a stage on the beach is it as awesome in person as it as it is to see all the pictures and and in that documentary absolutely absolutely it is um the biggest college event in college cheer and you do see everything just like it on the Netflix series Cheer. It Every athlete that was on that floor is walking around just like our athletes. And so um, there are just thousands of people that they get to perform in front of on the beach, on the band shell. Um, that is one of the biggest experiences a college cheerleader can be involved in. You guys, because of the size of the school, there are different divisions, and you can be in an advanced, an intermediate, a, a beginner. You have challenged this team. You are in the, the, the toughest division you can be, and you finish in the top ten in that division. Tell me about your all's performance this year. Yes, we, we take on the D1 small co-ed advanced division because that's the direction we want the program to go into. Uh, there are intermediate divisions that – you know, focus on high school level skills and we're not there. We want to um, push it and we want to make sure that we get um, Campbell's name out there, Campbell's brand out there and show them what we can do because I fully believe 100% that one day we can be the champions of that competition. And um, 
the teams that are in our division are amazing and tough. And I was so proud of our athletes going down there, being able to represent. We had um, 18 team members on the floor. Seven of them had never competed before. So um, that is a big accomplishment to take on one of the biggest stages in college cheer, for sure. When you took over this team in 2017, you were kind of pushing to, towards moments like this. What does it take? What has it taken to build this team into into such a winner that's able to take on the best in the country? Yes, um, when I took over in 2017, um, it was a great program. You know, we had lots of athletes on the team. They did work hard. Um, they had never taken it to that next level, though. And I think that was one of my my biggest um, visions for Campbell is to see Campbell University out there on the big stage um, competing in Daytona. Uh, I was able to do it myself as a college athlete, and I knew that they could do it too. It was not um, out of our wheelhouse to be able to do that, and I wanted to take Campbell to that level. Um, uh, you know, a lot of changes were made in how the practices were structured. I've learned a lot of things. Um, throughout the last few years, and we're just going to keep pushing and keep working hard to get where we need to be. What is the practice time? What is the involvement away from the fact that you have to practice a lot and you have to be at so many events, and then you have this totally, it's not separate, but this totally other thing where you are trying for a a national competition. How much does that practice time does that take? Oh, it takes a lot of practice. I think um, a lot of people probably do not understand that there is no, there's no true downtime or off-season yeah, for cheer. no doubt. I mean, you know, we're starting back um, where well, we have practice tomorrow, but <laughs> <laughs> we continue throughout the summer working to get our bid to nationals because going to nationals is earned. So you have to compete at camp in order to go to Daytona. And so you have to earn a bid. And so all summer we work towards that as well as football because our number one priority is our athletic teams here at Campbell. Um, Competition is what we get to do in our sport. But with football season, we're preparing for football season, we're preparing for camp to get that bid, and we do that the first week in August. So we have to be prepared throughout the summer. So so you have to work all summer to, to even get to go to the competition. You have to qualify? Yes, you have to qualify. And when we go to camp, and, every, you know, it's kind of confusing, like, oh, you're going to camp. But we're going to camp to compete to get to Daytona. Yeah. This isn't fun so, high school summer cheerleading camp. This is the real deal, huh? <laughs> no, and it is, um, <laughs> you know, the best of the best are there, and you're competing for the bids. And then and the divisions are broken up differently at camp. So we may be against, you know, last summer we were against NC State, who is one of the best teams yeah. in the nation. And um, they put us in the division with them, and, you know, that was great. We, yeah. we took that challenge. But, yes, yeah, so we continue that with – um, camp in August, football games start. We travel to all the football games, um, flight and driving distance. We're there. And then basketball starts in November. So you have football, basketball, and we actually start working on our routine in November, December. So they're doing three different things um, at practice, working gym- tumbling skills, gymnastics, you know, um, also stunting. The stunts that we do are the advanced skills, so we're not just doing – you know, small level stunts and yeah. small level skills. They're work, working and pushing the stunts and the safety and making sure we're making it look precise and smooth and all that. 
But but other than that, not too much going on in the in the one year life of the cheerleader. Not it's too just, much. Just <laughs> outstanding how much how much you guys work now. Um, well, one of the many great things about you when, when we talk about you, you are from around here. Um, l- l- literally, you went to Harnett Central High School um, um, before you went on to ECU uh, for, for your prep cheer career. But tell me about what it's been like growing up in this area and just seeing the amazing change, not only at Campbell, but just here where we're sitting right now. Oh, absolutely. Like. Number one, I have so much pride for Harnett County, for Harnett Central High School, for Campbell University. I remember um, being in sixth, seventh grade, going to basketball games in Carter Gym. Uh, Used to, they would also invite the high school team over Christmas break to come and cheer. So Harnett Central would be invited a lot to go cheer at Campbell during the winter break when the cheerleaders were typically not on campus, which we don't do anymore. Yeah, right. You're here all the time. (laughs) They're they're here. We don't do that anymore. Um, But, you know, I think growing up where Gore Arena is sitting was a field, you know, and and other, you know, so I remember those times and that I think knowing where Campbell has been and the direction that it is going just – warms my heart so much and makes it even more special to me to be able to be doing this. I feel extremely blessed to do this every day. Now the county seat, I know this building has been a lot of different things. It was a, it was a pharmacy way back when. What, what do you remember it being when you, when, when I you I do up? remember the pharmacy. Yeah. I do. I think um, the pharmacy and then I'm not sure when I, when I left and went to East Carolina, it yeah. was something different as well. I'm not sure what it was. Um, Different restaurants, not just called the county seat, yeah. but different things. Yeah, yeah. you—it's a perfect segue. Uh, w- one of the best parts of your story—you—you you, you moved away for a little bit to ECU. You were a, a cheerleader on on that cheerleading team, and you met your husband, who was on the football team. Literally a, a fairy tale. Tell me yeah. about that. Yes. Um, yeah, I did cheer at East Carolina, and he was on the football team. He's from. Georgia. He went to South Forsyth High School in um, Cumming, Georgia, and he only came to East Carolina for football. Coach um, Logan was his coach while he yeah. was there, and um, he would he would have never um, ever even known about Greenville or East Carolina had football not happened. And so yeah. we talk about it all the time. He came when he was 18, and, and he hasn't left North Carolina yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we went to um, – Charlotte after we got married for five years, but we did uh, fall in love my, <laughs> right there in college, and so it was, it's, it was a rewarding experience for sure. Man, that is, uh, that is awesome, and you have come back here, and you are an educator. This is just one of uh, uh, one half of your career. You are the head um, coach uh, here for our, for our cheerleading squad at everything, at everything practice. But then your day job literally is down the street at Harnett Central High, High School. Tell me about you giving back as a, as a public educator as well. Yes, yeah, so I, I do teach health and physical education at Harnett Central High School. That is um, my full-time job. Uh, this is a part-time position, which I absolutely love. And I did coach at Harnett Central for 15 years before – not at Harnett Central, but in high school. And I think I coached at Harnett Central about seven before I became um, Campbell's coach. But being able to go back to your high school. And when I first started, I was with teachers that taught me. Now it's kind of filtering out. And I'm teaching with a lot of people I went to school with. A lot of people come back and teach at Harnett Central. Um, Definitely is, is a great 
place to feel loyal to. You know, you, you yeah. want that loyalty uh, because I could go somewhere else 10 minutes down the road, possibly make more money teaching, but I love what I do. Yeah. I love the people that I work with. I love the students. Um, it has, has been a huge blessing in my life to be able to do that and to do this. So it is very time consuming um, to do both. And everyone always asks me, how can you do it? But, you know, take one day at a time. Yeah. And, and we didn't even talk about the other job that you have full time as being a mom with uh, with your wonderful. You almost have a full squad at home uh, with four, right? Yes. Is that, am I missing everybody? Yes. And so that's got to be awesome, too, right? Yes. I have um, Colby, who is 16, Cade, who is 14, Cam, who is 11, and Cassie, who is 7. And they are ones at Hornet Central High School, ones at Hornet Central Middle School, one is at, and then two are at Bowie's Creek Elementary. Um, so, you know, they're the loves of my life for sure. My husband is my biggest support system. If I didn't have the village around me to help, <laughs> that would not be possible for me to be able to do this. I was sure. going to say, how much sleep do you average a night? Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> Maybe five hours. Five hours is good. Five hours is good. You've got it. You've got it. Okay, finally, brag on um, your two student athletes that you that you brought that we're going to talk to here um, in the last segment. Well, um, Madeline Shoemaker and Ethan Hewson. And um, Madeline has been one of the um, athletes that I have coached the longest. She was a freshman at Harnett Central um, when I coached my last season there. And so I have been with Madeline for a very long time, and her sister Emma, I coached her as well. Um, those two young ladies have been the longest athletes, longest that I have ever coached before in a <laughs> in a progression. I feel like I have grown up with them. They've, I've watched them grow up, and uh, I can't say enough uh, about Madeline Shoemaker. I mean, an amazing student athlete. Uh, you know, her her GPA 4.0. I know constant and she's in nursing school um she was the first one to take on nursing school and be a full-time cheerleader so uh she's getting ready to graduate and we're going to miss her greatly um but having her as one of the hometown you know girls with me sometimes yeah. is like family for real you know real family that i have watched her grow up um ethan is an impeccable young man i mean the best manners of anyone on our team um, everything is yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am, um, and the strongest work ethic I've ever seen. So he, if I give him a challenge, he is going to to do it, and he's going to um, be passionate about it. And it's exciting to continue to watch him grow. He will be with us again next season. Man, Ethan and Madeline, we will talk to them coming up after the break. Coach Fox, thank you so much for spending time thank out you. of your unbelievably busy <laughs> schedule. We appreciate it. No, this is it. great. Thank you so much, Chris. All right, we'll be back with our final segment of Camel Call Live coming up after the break. Stick around. County seat in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. You can listen to every broadcast live on GoCamels.com and the Varsity Sports app. If you miss us live, you can catch us on the Camel Call Live podcast. 
It drops every Tuesday everywhere you get your podcast. Also, when you come down, you get a chance to win some prizes. We're going to give away some baseball tickets. Our nationally ranked Campbell baseball team, they got about a month left of home games. So get your tickets out and a four-pack of tickets to 626-089-626-089. I've got another ticket. 626087 All right, we'll give away tickets to uh I'll I'll see who's wearing the most orange. We'll get the tickets at the at the end, okay? <laughs> right there in that. Okay, we we are thrilled. We are talking Campbell cheerleading coming off their top 10 in the nation finish. We have with us Madeline Shoemaker and Ethan Hewson. Um, Madeline, we will start with you. You are a senior. You have been on this squad since the since the very beginning. What did it feel like to go down in Daytona in the toughest division and, and to perform like you all like you all did? Um, it was crazy. I wasn't able to go the first two years because of COVID. And so we weren't able to go to Daytona during that time, but I'm really glad that we were able to the past two years because it's just a crazy experience like watching cheer on Netflix and seeing all the people that you see all over social media and everyone goes crazy over them it's just so cool to see them whenever we're warming up like right across the mat from us too so Wow. It's an insane experience. How have you seen um, this squad uh, change and develop since you've been a freshman there? It's developed a lot, and I've told them time and time again this year that this is the best team that I've been on. I don't want anybody else in previous years to hear me say that, but it has grown a lot, and I think as a family we've grown a lot closer. We all hang out outside of practice, um, and I think that's what – like makes us grow together a lot because we hang out outside and it's it's a lot of fun all right Ethan um, you are fairly newer to the squad or, or or what have you what was it like going down there being in this competition with uh, with a new team that did so well it was a really good experience um, comparing to last year of the skill level that we were able to put out on the floor was exponentially better and overall as a program I think we're extremely proud of that from a determination standpoint and that comes from within from each athlete that we have and also from the great coaching we have from uh, coach Fox and coach Mixon. Ethan we were just talking with coach about how much time it takes you guys are at all the events that alone is is so much time because you're you're at all the basketball events both men's and women's you're at all of the all of the football events but then you're not only practicing for that but practicing for a competition what what is a normal week like for you all so typically for us a normal week is we have one true off day and then we will have one day of the week where we will just have a weight session with our coach um hector and then for the rest of the week one day we will have weights and cheer practice, and then the rest of the days is just cheer practice. And so, so, so that's a lot. Well, and, and Ethan, I will follow that up with a, you know, you have to lift those weights because if anybody has seen the stuff you do, there is the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to butcher the name for this because I don't know it, but, but you're holding people up above your head for, for a long, long time. 
Tell me the first time. I want to hear both of you. Tell me, how do you even practice that? Like the, the first time that happens, what kind of coordination does, does that take? Like the first time ever? Yeah. Because yeah. Fox was my coach freshman year, like she said, and I was not good. <laughs> I was good. I was athletic. I played sports all my life. But yeah. that, it takes a different type of strength. And you use a lot of different muscles that you usually don't use in other sports, holding people above your head. And I learned a lot um, my freshman and sophomore year with Coach Fox. And I just had to train the muscles that I usually don't and learn I don't know. You have to be really athletic to do it, and it, it's a lot to learn. There's a lot of different techniques to it. What different sports did you play in, in high school? I played softball. Um, I played, <laughs> yeah, go softball. They're doing great this year. <laughs> um, I played soccer. Um, I did gymnastics. I played basketball. <laughs> um, yeah. I was I was athletic. I my mom used to work at a gym, so I would always play the games with the boys and play kickball. I was I was really into all that. What made cheerleading be the thing? Hey, this is what I'm going to concentrate on. This is where what I want to do and dedicate all this time to in in college. It was the most fun for me. I've always tumbled since I was little. Um, she worked at a gym, like I said, so I learned how to tumble at a young age, and it's just the most fun to do because you can learn a bunch of different things and you can do that with sport like all sports but I think it's just cool to say that I, can, I know how to flip and you can progress a lot. Ethan how did you get into the cheerleading game? So I got into cheerleading um one of our top flyers on the team her name's Ashley Tracy she was actually my first friend at Campbell I met <laughs> met her uh, I believe it was the first day of school and she knew that I came to Campbell to play. Um, I was going to try to play baseball. I messed up my arm. And I really wasn't doing anything. And she just asked, you know, do you want to try to throw me? <laughs> and so I did. Usually something a, a fellow, a, a fellow yeah. freshman doesn't ask you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little odd. But, you know, we got along really well and um, contacted the coach. And she asked me to come out. And ever since then, I've been grateful to be on the team. Wow. Uh, what gripped you about it? What, what, what do you like about it? Being a former athlete, well, being a former baseball athlete, too, like what, what, what really kind of got you and, and grabbed you to dedicate all this time? The big part for me is uh, twofold. One, the level of competition amongst the guys on the team has risen tremendously, and I really appreciate that. And the second part is I just genuinely think it's like, really cool to like be able to do some of the stuff like holding people over your head doing flips and so I enjoy that part of it it's a really niche uh, sport that you can be either extremely physically gifted or technically sound and I think that provides an avenue for all athletes to find their way into the sport and excel in, in a high level and 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 both you all are, are so good and so talented but but Madeline I would have to assume that like a lot of other sports that there are some bruises and ice bags that have to be brought out after after a practice, especially when you're doing these complicated routines. Yes, yes. I, I always left practice with bruises, <laughs> and I, I wouldn't know where they came from. And it's a, it's a really dangerous sport, but luckily I've never broken a bone. Um, I've sprained an ankle or two, but it is a dangerous sport, and you, a lot of people always come out of it with bruising or people being hurt. <laughs> We talked about 
the student and the athlete side. We talked about all the time you dedicated to it, athletes. Um, your coach bragged on you a bit about it, but you are going to graduate here in May with a nursing degree. Yes. Um, you are the first uh, cheerleading athlete that, ha that has done that. And what did that take to go through nursing school at the same time that you were, that you were doing cheerleading? It was hard. And I didn't know if I wanted to do cheer at the same time that I went through nursing school because a lot of the cheerleaders that were planning on going to nursing school would leave the team because they would say that it would be too much. A lot of the professors would encourage you not to do a sport and nursing school. But they've gotten pretty lenient and helpful with um, like missing class for practice or Daytona. I recently just missed a class to go to Daytona. Um, Fox has been, or Coach Fox has been very helpful with um, if I have a clinical or have to be at the hospital, she's allowed me to come to practice late and she's been very helpful with that. We were talking a little bit about what kind of nursing you want to go into, and, and you want to go into, into the NICU. That yes. is, uh, and I can tell you from personal experience with our little two, um, that is an amazing, uh, an amazing place with amazing people. And you want to talk about high stress and, and complicating that. That is, nursing is tough across the board, but that has to be one of the, well, one of the toughest uh, sections in nursing yeah. you can be in. What, what, what attracts you to something like that? Um. I'm not sure. I was really interested in doing some something with women and children, and I had my clinical at Wake Med in their NICU, and I really liked it. Something just drew me to helping those little babies because I've always thought the babies were super cute, but whenever you add the aspect of, oh, they're sick, that's something that I think would be really rewarding whenever I go to work every day and help those kids or those babies. I'm very excited to help them. Indeed. Ethan, I know you have an equally as, uh, as tough uh, academic schedule as well. What, what are you going into and, and what drew you to it? Uh, so currently I'm in um, accounting and econ double major, and I just finished my application for the four plus one at Campbell. And, and that'll get you your MBA yes, coming sir. out of it, right? Yes, sir. Um, the goal is to get my MBA and then hopefully um, attend law school. And I plan on doing um, cheer all throughout my MBA and really excited to do that entire process with the cheer team yeah and that's some uh, good news for, for for coach fox i know i i know indeed okay you got to tell us too about um you have a another full-time job as well with the social media side uh, of things so so tell us a little bit about about what you've been doing and that that has been a rewarding process as well um so in in high school i made TikTok skits and I think I guess people thought they were funny because they followed me <laughs> but um, ever since high school I've been posting on TikTok and I would gain some more followers but recently I've been posting just randomly at cheer practice or in my uniform yeah. um, my content is kind of random now but I've been posting on Instagram um, yeah I just like taking pictures and with my friends it's, it's fun yeah, and so so the Tic Tac back in high school, that was back when a lot of people didn't really know what yeah, TikTok was. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people thought it was weird that I would post videos, but <laughs> yeah, it would be something sure. that would consume my time because in high school you don't have that much schoolwork to do. That's I mean, true. You That's have a lot true. of free time, but, um, yeah, I would spend a lot of time doing that. Um, it kind of fizzled out a little bit in college because of cheer and life and, and schoolwork. And yeah, it's a lot. Do, yeah. It's a lot, but I still do it sometimes for fun. Yeah. Um, a couple of my teammates do it with me. 
What led you to Campbell, um, so close to home, at a place that's been so special to you and been your home now for forever? Yeah, Um, yeah, so I went to Harnett Central. I'm from here, and I just really liked the community at um, Campbell. It's always been super great, and my sister went here. She came to Campbell to cheer, and I knew that Coach Fox was coaching so I knew I would love the cheer team, um, and I, they have a great nursing program, so that drew me to Campbell, too. And um, I just really like the community at Campbell. Everybody's so close-knit, and everybody knows everybody, and I really like that environment. No doubt. And, and Ethan, you are from uh, the metropolis of Trap, North Carolina, T-R-A-P. I had to actually look that one up. That's not what I know. Tell us about Trap, North Carolina, and, and, and what led you here. Uh, yes, sir. Trap, North Carolina is about an hour north of Greenville, North Carolina, and about an hour west of um, Elizabeth City, North Carolina. So it's out there a little bit. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, on the Verizon commercials where they cover 99% of the country, we're the 1%. Um, <laughs> it, it, it is in the middle, but, you know, it's a great place. You know, I'm grateful to be from Trap, North Carolina. Um, all of my family's from there, and I'm extremely grateful for them. And I'm honored that Campbell has given me the opportunity to continue that family-oriented mindset while being at Campbell with uh, the faculty members in Lundy Fetterman School of Business and along with Coach Fox for providing that with the cheer team also. And Well, awesome. Congratulations on Daytona, and I know you guys have practice tomorrow, so your off-season is over after after a week. Thank you so much. Uh, congratulations on thank everything. You. Yes, sir. Thanks thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. That will do it for the show here on Camel Call Live. Before we go, we are going to give away those those baseball tickets. I promise. 626-100. 626-100. If you have that ticket, um, come on up after the show. And um, thank you to uh, our wonderful softball team for being here thank you to the cheerleading team for being here we will talk some baseball next week same time same place on camel call live good night everybody